Hello, Trillbillies. This is a special bonus episode. As I'm sure you've seen on the news, or at least on Twitter, last Thursday, February 22nd, teachers from all 55 counties in West Virginia made the decision to strike by walking off of their jobs. The strike was the first such strike in almost 30 years, and it was called in response to issues like low pay and a lack of a solution to the dubiously funded Public Employees Insurance Agency, the PEIA. It was announced on Tuesday that a deal had been made with the teachers' unions by West Virginia Governor Jim Justice, whereby teachers would get a 5% pay increase. But the union rank and file bravely refused the deal, arguing that their issues with the PEIA still had not been addressed. And so last night they made the decision to again call off schools in all 55 counties around the state and resume the strike. Throughout this, striking teachers rallied in the West Virginia capital of Charleston where they gave speeches and displayed all manners of uh, wonderful signs and banners and messages of solidarity. Uh, Special Trillbillies West Virginia correspondent and folklorist Emily Hilliard was there, along with Jacobin Magazine contributor Kathy Kunkel, and they got some wonderful interviews with teachers at these rallies. So we'd like to present them to you here as a little slice of what direct action and organized labor looks like in the Mountain State. Could you tell me your name, your county, your school, and why you're here today? Uh, my name is Rachel Copley. I am a teacher at Cross Lanes Elementary School. I teach preschool special needs. Um, and I am a mom of children in Putnam County Schools. And I am just here today, for the most part, because of the future of education in West Virginia. Um, It's time for us to take a stand because um, vacancies aren't being filled. They're lowering standards, which is not good for our children. I personally know of people whose children have taken courses in high school that they did not get credit for because there was not a certified teacher taking that class. They took class for a year, and then it didn't count. Um, That is not okay. Um, My children are young, and... um, My husband's a firefighter and we are vested here. I can't just get up and leave and go somewhere else with my family. It would not be um, financially feasible. So I'm just here standing for better benefits um, that were promised to us. It's not something that we're trying to make up now. It's been a long time coming that they've needed to fund this. Um, Pay is terrible. Um, And we just want better for our kids. Thank you. How about you? My name is Rhonda Smith. I'm from Cross Lanes Elementary as well. I teach fourth grade and I'm here for the same reason she is, to support uh, a pay raise and to fully fund PEIA. And I'm also, I've been here every day. I'm going to come here every day for the teachers that are in, that are far away in the northern panhandle, the eastern panhandle. I want to be here because I know some of them would like to be here and can't. So I'm going to be their voice. Could you tell me your name, school, and county? Uh, I'm Erin Bush. I'm at Sutton Elementary School in Braxton County. And why are you here today? Um, (laughs) Really, just support for all this. I mean, 
initially it was our, our premiums going up and I already work a second job to pay for things and then I found out that I was basically going to get cancelled out when they started looking at my second job so uh, I already worked pretty hard to stay above the water and started looking like we were going to drown I guess. Um, how long do you think you'll be out here? Any idea? Um, if I had to like put money on it I'd say till next week sometime I mean it's it's definitely been brought up, a solution has been brought up, but they keep pushing it aside, they don't want to talk about it. It seems like if they want us in the classrooms, they would at least entertain the idea of think, like talking about it, but they keep pushing it aside. And I also feel like if there was no solution, like they keep saying there is, then why do we have all this legislative support that we do have out here with us? So, What's, what's the solution you're referring to? Um, the big energy corporations, I mean, taxing the the oil that's kind of lying in their pockets right now, you know, giving it to the people instead of the corporation. Anything else you want to add? Oh, no, just stay strong. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Could you tell me your name, county, and school? Sure. Jay O'Neill, Kanawha County, Stonewall Jackson Middle School. Why are you out here today? I just want to be part of this. Um, we want to send a message to our legislators and our governor that enough is enough. So I'm here to be here, like, physically, you know, occupying space and just showing them that, hey, we haven't forgotten and we're going to be here as long as it takes. Uh, how do these issues affect you? I'll give you an example. Um, last year, not this school year, but last year, um, I opened up my paycheck in the fall, you know, normally expecting it to be slightly higher than the year before, and it was actually less because I got bumped up into another PEIA bracket. Um, and I remember just thinking, like, this is crazy. Like, who does this job where they're actually making less money every year, right? Um, you know, and our, our salary steps don't keep up with inflation and with the cuts every year. It's just, it's maddening. You just think, I cannot keep doing this and literally be making less money. Could you tell me your name, county, and school? Yeah, uh, Kim Jones, Cabell County, Southside Elementary. Why are you out here today? I'm out here because it's been a long time. It's been a really long time and people have been suffering for a long time and, and not able to meet their own needs. And, you know, it's hard to go into a school and try to take care of children and meet all of their needs, especially in this climate. I mean, we, you wouldn't believe the things that we see in the schools. I mean, it's tragic. The, the conditions that poverty has caused, the drug epidemic. Um, and, but we have just been going so long without getting a raise that will meet a sustainable raise, a sustainable wage, and um, it's just been going on too long. That's, that's what it is, is we've just been deprived for so long and living in subsistence for so long. If we're lucky, we're, we're, we're living in subsistence. So that's kind of why, it just kind of built up. You were talking about being excited that uh, UMWA guys were out. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it was very exciting. Like yesterday, I wasn't here for the rally, but it was really thrilling to see those guys come out. They know how to do it. You know, my mom um, was an or uh, organizer for the AFT you know, years ago, 70s and the 80s. Um, but people my age don't really know how to do that, you know. And it's, uh, it's very cool to have the people that do know how to, uh, 
to have the demonstrations, to fund the demonstrations, like Bud was talking about uh, a strike fund, if it would go that long. I mean, these are the folks that know how to do it, and we need people to teach us how to be effective. Okay, could you tell me your name, your county, and your local? Yes, uh, my name's Butch Herndon. My local's 750 United Mine Workers, and uh, I live in St. Albans, West Virginia. Why are you out here today? To support these union brothers and sisters. And, and how do you see this uh, strike progressing compared to what I, you've... I believe if they hold out and stick together, they'll, they'll, they'll eventually get what they want or close to it. Have you been part of uh, UMWA or other strikes in the past? Yeah, I've been to Washington for rallies. I've been to Lexington, Kentucky, and uh, I stood on a picket line on Hughes Creek in the eastern Kanawha County for uh, seven months from in 2004 up into 2005. That was for benefits and retirement and all. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. I'm Angela and I teach in Kanawha County. Could you tell us why you're out here today? I'm out here because I'm fighting for good quality teachers to stay in West Virginia. I'm a transplant and the, the majority of people that came down here with me, all of them are gone actually. I'm the only one. Are you from Ohio? <laughs> I'm from New York. Mm -hmm. Why did they all leave? Um, they all came and got their experience right out of college, and then they went home to jobs that pay substantially better, like $15,000 more a year. So, What has kept you here? Uh, I met a nice man, <laughs> and he is dying to move, but I really like being close to one of our families, So, and he won't move to New York. My name is Laura, and I'm in Kanawha County. I'm not in any specific school. Why are you out here today? Well, several reasons. One is PEIA, of course. They're, the increase that's being suggested is three times as much as what we're paying now. Um, and understandably, we're number 48th in the country in pay, so if we're paying that much more in PEIA for insurance, we obviously can't make a living with those kind of wages. Um, so if they're both they're both synonymous, you know, together. As far as with the salaries, we're, again, 48th in the country, so it's, it's only right for us to be paid as professionals. Do you have other questions? Any idea how long you'll be out here? Right now we are 55 strong, so hopefully um, when the times get scary is when they're going to open the schools back up, and that's when people's paychecks will be affected. And, um, so hopefully we can stay strong. And to 1990 they stayed out for 11 days, so and they didn't have the support that we're, we seem to be having right now. So hopefully we can go as long as they did and longer if, if, if we have to. Could you tell me your name, your county, and your school? Pam Hornbeck, Wood County, uh, Hamilton Middle School. Why are you out here today? I'm tired of not getting a raise and PEIA goes up every year and it just makes it more difficult to be able to afford to even go to the doctor or get my prescriptions or anything. So it, it's really, just unbelievable. Instead of my pay going up, it's going down. How long have you been in schools? Uh, 19 years. So I've got some time in there. Not as much as others, but I've got some time in there. Could you tell me your name, county, and school? 
Yes, my name is Katrina Kirk. I teach in Boone County at Sherman Elementary School. What grade do you teach? Um, I'm a special education teacher, so I have a mix of first, second, third, and fifth graders in my classroom. Why are you out here today? Um, I'm out here to support myself, my fellow teachers. Uh, my husband is a teacher also, so it affects my entire household. Um, I want them to find the funding source. Well, they don't need to find it. They just need to put it in place um, to fix our insurance and PIA. Um, it's not necessarily about a pay raise. If they would fix our insurance, then uh, we wouldn't need a pay raise. So what's the funding source you think they should put in place for PEIA? Um, I believe that they could uh, fund the natural gas that's coming in our out of our state. Um, it, it's ours, so we need to use that to support the people that work, the working class citizens of our state. Would you mind telling us your county and school? Boone County, Sherman Elementary. And why are you out here today? <laughs> because we need highly qualified teachers in the classroom. Um, I don't feel that the legislature or our governor has our best interest at heart right now. So it's time for the teachers to take a stand and make a change. Anything else to add? I hope they come to a solution quickly. Thank you so much. Could you tell me your county and your school? Boone County, Whitesville Elementary. And why are you out here today? I'm here to support the idea that they need to fund PEIA as well as if they could just basically fund PEIA then we wouldn't even need a raise because there's some people that just having not having that insurance pay enough would bump their income their household income so there's no need to even give us a pay raise if they would just fund PEIA and I understand that's kind of hard to figure out but I know that there is a way if they would just like look through all the means and in regards to um, certified teachers I went through four years of education and that was fun <laughs> and it taught you a lot about how to deal with kids and students with um, special needs that you not just in a special education classroom but just in general like they don't all learn the same and my first year which is now stepping into the classroom I'm terrified and I feel like I know nothing but I, yet again, I've been trained for four years, so I couldn't imagine one who's never been trained going into a classroom with students. Like I have all the, I have the book smarts and like the terminology for everything, but when you come face to face with a student who really just doesn't understand it, to be able to grasp that knowledge and how you are able to teach the content in a way that they can understand it, that's something that takes years of experience and being taught in educational philosophy and everything. So I just, I don't think it's, I don't know, I don't think it's the best thing to have teachers that are not, or people in the public coming into the classrooms that don't know how to teach, teach. Now, could they get on a, some sort of trained program, like a permit almost, that'd be, that'd be better than just letting them come in the classroom, so. <laughs> Thank you so much. Could you tell me your name and what county you're from and what union you're from? I'm from Canole County. My name is uh, Rick Glover. I'm from Cabin Creek, Charleston area. And why are you here today? Well, I'm here just because I believe in what the teachers want. I think that uh, legislators has showed uh, all disrespect to workers, and it's just not the teachers now. It's become a more uh, dominant uh, with disrespect to workers, and uh, they're extremely pro-business. There's nothing wrong with being business, but they have forgot the people who makes this state and things happen. 
are you a UMWA member? Yes, I'm a UMWA member. <laughs> I'm from local 8843. That's Knox County? Yes, ma'am. Well, you just looked how arrogant the Senate president is. There's no use for somebody, somebody to be that arrogant with with just, you know, just, and, and our whole leadership of our state, even on the national level, has forgot about workers. But uh, yeah, I mean, just look at the leadership of our state and even on the national level. And labor only asked for, uh, you know, just a piece of the pie. They're not asking for the whole pie. And you think about the teachers, the money they spend for the education, the things they do for their own, on their own, for our children, take it on their own. And then they want to cut their health care. I mean, I know now they've got it froze, but they want to go by their annual income to the whole family. And then you think about the money that they make and then all the schooling they have to go through. That's not right. And as a lot of them says, We've been pretty much 50th in wages. And when you look at West Virginia, now just stop and think. We've got the timber, we've got the natural gas, we got coal, we've got water, we got tourism. We could be the Colorado of the East if it was managed, but it is not. And we pay some of the highest taxes. Just think, I mean, people should think about that. Uh, could you tell me your names and what school and county you're from? Yeah, my name is Cecilia and I am from Putnam County. I go to Polka High School. My name is Jenna and I go to Polka High School. Good dads. Yeah. <laughs> um, could you tell me why you're here today? Um, my mom's a teacher, so I'm standing strong with her, and I just feel like we should always support our teachers because they're like making our future. Well, I'm here because all of my teachers are my biggest supporters, and I think we should support them also. Thank you guys so much. You're All right, could you tell me your name and what county and school you're from? Um, my name's Emily Eskew and I'm from Kanawha County. Um, I teach uh, fourth grade at Marmette Elementary. Um, basically what this means to me is more about the respect for the profession because here we are 48th paid in the, in the country actually and there's no incentive to stay here. And as a young educator, that's something that we need to have because we have all these vacancies and nobody wants to say our, legislat our legislature doesn't respect us and in turn that makes the public not respect us. And you see all these comments about us being babysitters or we don't do anything and you know it's ridiculous because I see so many things good and bad in the classroom and I just feel like we need to really take a look and reevaluate our perspective on education and how we view it and I feel like it needs to be like one of our top priorities because if our kids aren't learning we have no future so that's just my spiel on it that's great thank you so much okay could you tell me your name and what school and county you're from my name is Kelly Punzelon and I work at Barbersville Middle School in Cabell County why are you here today? I am here because I'm very concerned about my PEIA benefits and the way that they have increased my premiums and my deductibles. And I'm also here because I believe we deserve a higher pay raise. Okay, could you tell me your name and county and school? My name is John Connor. I am a special education teacher in the high school at Pendleton County. And why are you here today? 
I'm here to lend a voice to those that can't have a voice on these important issues, especially with regards to the PEIA and, and the broken funding that's there, uh, the need for a permanent fix on PEIA, and absolutely about competitive pay. I know folks are going to be hearing that teachers are just asking for more money. It's not that. We've got to get the pay scale in West Virginia competitive so we stop losing our talented teacher pool to our surrounding states. Thank you so much. Could you tell me your name, county, and school? Uh, my name's Andrea Martin, and I'm a teacher in Fayette County, a parent in Raleigh County. And why are you here today? Trying to get something done about our insurance and our pay. So, no, I'm here to try to get something done about the insurance, the insurance and the pay. I would just be happy if my pay increase was enough to cover my premium increase. I'm not asking for much. Could you tell me your name at county and school? Kelly Douglas, Kanawha County, Overbrook Elementary School. What do you teach? First grade. And could you tell me why you're here today? Because I feel like I feel like for a lot of years, West Virginia teachers have been pushed to the side, and it's not right. We are with the children of the future for predominantly most of their lives. We care for them, we give them food, we give them shelter, we give them love, and West Virginia has been looking down on us for some reason for trying to care for their children, and I don't think it's fair for us. We deserve more respect. We deserve more fair treatment, and we deserve the love that we give to kids every single day. Thank you so much. My name is Kelly Angle, and I am from Spring Hill Elementary in Cabell County. And could you tell me why you're here today? Well, I am a teacher of 25 years, and I am here not just for myself, but to support all teachers and state employees, um, also my own children. I have a daughter that's in education that's about to graduate, and I know this is going to determine her future. And my son is a type 1 diabetic, and um, we are already eaten up with costs for his supplies and things, so we need a, a big change with our insurance. Okay, could you tell me your name, county, and school? I'm not from the school. Oh, okay. Name and county? Terry Board, Jackson County, West Virginia. And why are you here today? Um, to support the teachers and also um, for our PIA. I'm a state employee, and we don't make very much. And if they raise it, I mean, I literally, if I wasn't married, could apply and get food stamps because of our pay. But it's also to support my teach our teachers, unions, everybody. That is my main objective, just everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. Did you ask her how much money she made last year? This is sad. You can do it since you're a best friend. I can. I can. You know what? She, 23 plus years as a full-time state employee, plus she had three years temp service before she got hired on full-time. She grossed 23000 last year, and they raised her insurance. Now that is sad. A 23-year-old loyal, 23 years of loyal employee. Not only that, what they've done to the PEIA, this this raise is just a slap in the face, is what it is. It, they don't care about us. They, all they care is their private, their personal agendas, and pushing them through behind closed doors. We had Republicans that were siding with us. They took them, they recessed, took them in a back room. And when they came out, they voted with their party. I mean, it, it, it's sad. It's sad. And what they've done with the right to work and repealing um, prevailing wage. You know, I went out on a job last week, and see, I've been working pipeline, and they gave me a raise on the pipeline. 
I went out on a job, on a road job last week, and I took a $1.50 cut, and the company didn't have to pay in my annuity. You know why? Because of no prevailing wage. And that's ridiculous. It, it's sad. It's sad. And what county are you from? Jackson County, baby. What's your name? Carmichael is from Jackson County, and we don't even vote for him. You know, my name's Paula Prunty, and I'm in the Laborers Union Local 1085. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. Hi, I'm Beverly Hartley, Jackson County. I'm president of the AFT Local in Jackson County. And could you tell me why you're here today? You know, it's hard to believe for a lot of people but the truth is, this is not about the money and the PEIA for the teachers we already have. This is more about taking care of the children in the future. I want my grandchildren and their children to be taught by certified teachers. And the way it is now, there's no reason for teachers to stay in West Virginia because they can just cross the border and make so much more. And therefore, we're dummying down our system of education. And how is West Virginia going to survive that? They say that they need to invest in the future by breaking all these deals with these, coal, with these um, natural resources people, the gas companies, the oil companies, all of that. They say that that's how they're going to build West Virginia's futures. They can't be more wrong. They can't be more wrong, because where are the engineers going to come from for those companies? 45% of all of the math teachers, grades 7 through 11, are not certified in math. I mean, there's a statistic for you. And still, West Virginia invested $2 million last year in a golf tournament at the Greenbrier. I'm sorry. That is not appropriate. That is not helping our state. We invest all of this money in all of uh, these prime interests of our legislators. Because basically, my feeling is that they really do not care about West Virginians. I don't believe they care about West Virginians at all. I think they care about big business and the money they can line their pockets with. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.